everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful, and I do mean beautiful, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we're going to be talking about... We're... (laughs) (laughs) Frank has forgotten what we're going to be talking about, but I haven't. We're talking about social media... We're talking about the right wing. We're talking mm. about Christian right wing nut jobs, and the fact that they think that they've car- that they're trying to carve out their ho- a whole new a world, sa- a safe place, a, uh, a to be crazy, a, a literal parallel universe. Oh boy, uh, that but sadly just, stuck in our universe. Right. Yeah. If only it could just go and be its own. Right. We'd let you thing. go. You go guys be crazy. Go we, live in your crazy world we, with. Go Space enjoy. lasers starting fires. Can we find them an island? Can we just find them one? Oh, gladly. They would we go. We have to have a surplus island somewhere. There's got to be. And and look, let's just give it a lot of good infrastructure. Just And it just yeah. will make it look very enticing. I, yeah. I'll bet China has. They would build an island. They'll probably. build it. They'll build it. Maybe they would like, you know, do us a favor. Oh, my God. I doubt it. Anyway, Dan. They would never go to some place that didn't have. An enormously overinflated uh, military, so we can't do it. <laughs> it won't work. Dan. Yes. Oh, Dan. Oh, the se- the story. What? <sighs> what could be so distressing, you need Frank? To brace yourself, Dan. <laughs> oh, no. There are Mormons in this world with hurt feelings. Oh, no. And no. Ill, Say feelings it isn't are so. so hurt. They're no. all. It cannot be. I mean, it, it's really all Mormons, but specifically we're talking about Brigham Young University student oh. Mormons. Ooh. That's the church, the LDS church owned uh, university down yeah. in Provo, Utah. Yeah. Um, and for, I shouldn't say LDS church. I should say the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Because no, that's what should, they want to be called. You should say the fucking Mormons and let them deal <laughs> the with it. The Mormon Church owns <laughs> BYU. Yeah. So they, uh, I guess they were playing Baylor. Yeah. Down in Texas. Yes. Uh, down in, in a football Waco, game. Texas. So was it football? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good to know. <laughs> It's not really central to the story. What is, is central is the, the leading up to, oh, it's homecoming. Of course it's, yeah, okay. Right? Isn't that football? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think, yeah. I think traditionally, yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway. This was Baylor's These homecoming football game. real sports bona fides going on here. Right. Right? For between we, the we, two we of us? We really know what we're talking about. Well, I mean, like, I can provide the background that, like, BYU – beat the Utes in their first game, the, mm. the University of Utah Utes, yeah. which was a devastating loss for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, and then, and BYU was now, was then ranked oh, yeah. uh, in the top 25. Well, now they're Big 12? They joined the, the, the yeah, the is it the Big 12? Yeah, I think Wasn't so. Wasn't it like the Big 10 and now they took a couple? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know that this, it was a big deal for them. It's been a big year for them. wanting to join one of these things. And leading up to the, the this Baylor game. Yeah. They, things were looking good for the Baylor. So, yeah, the they're heading to Baylor down in Waco, Texas. I yes. think I said that already. Yeah. Um, and Another uh, Christian school, but not. Is Baylor Christian? Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. You're welcome for that. <laughs> I'm the color commentary here. Then I think what the students were up to was fair game, okay. which is they were mocking the students' Mormonism. <laughs> Uh, they got onto the uh, social media before 
uh, in the days leading up to the game using the hashtag bike back to Utah hashtag bike back to Utah. It's a reference to Mormon missionaries. Okay, sure. Get back on your bikes and go to Utah. I think that one's kind of cute. Yeah. They, let's see. Um, another one of the photos, uh, there was a photo of three girls. The caption reads, Hey, at BYU football, I have multiple wives too. Okay. Because it's making fun of polygamy. Right. Right. Uh, Which by the way, the last time Mormons (laughs) were arrested for polygamy, it was in Texas motherfuckers. Yeah, that's, that's actually true. Uh, there was another one, a group of young men in front of the student section at the Baylor game, uh, and their chests were painted with the words, Seven wives. Oh, okay. They're going hard on this yeah. one, right? And that doesn't even apply to us anymore. And that's yeah, that's quotes in here are like we haven't done that for like a hundred years, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> it does feel like an antiquated burn. It's not. It's, I'm, to be honest, it's not you. a current burn. It's not a current burn. <laughs> they want to be current. Maybe they could. Uh, they could, they could find something else. Call us, guys. Come on. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you. It's um, not like Baylor students are listening to our show, though. There was another photo uh, that referenced uh, the uh, Branch Davidian siege and David Koresh, the their, the cult leader. Well, now it and shows... It, it shows this a was sheet hung Baylor outs- people? Uh-huh. It shows a sheet hung outside the residence of a residence painted with the words... BYU wishes they had as many wives as David Koresh. Oh my God. Like they were going after it. Except that that feels like an own goal. That feels like they scored on themselves at well, that point. Like they, that feels the like a self burn. Yeah. But as like an out of town student, you don't like, <laughs> you don't own Waco. You own Baylor. Right. And oh so they're God. like, they don't care that they're burning the locals. Oh my God. So the locals were pissed about that one too. And so like the Baylor students were not being very nice, or at least there was a group of them that weren't being very nice. Yeah. Well, and, and that, yeah, that is overly rowdy. That is not, I actually think that that's bullshit. I do not approve of this. I think. <laughs> and frankly, I think, I think their I, Christianity is called into question. <laughs> oh, Okay. We're, we're not, we decided we're not going to tell people how they can Christian. I know this is, true. this is them Christianing. This is, that's right. You know, this, uh, there's no, no true Scotsman here. They it have is, learned is, the lessons of Christian. This is what Christianity has taught them to do. That's right. It's how to be hospitable, uh, hosts, right. Welcoming a new member of their <laughs> big 12, whatever. Right. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, into the fold. And this is how they welcome them. And uh, apparently people were outraged. The school was outraged. BYU was outraged. BYU was actually kind of quiet on it, officially quiet. Baylor did the heavy lifting on social media denouncing it. They should be horrified Um, by that behavior. Oh, Mormons should be ridiculed. (laughs) Okay, but no. I don't think anyone should be ridiculed per se. I mean, Mormons, look, first of all, if you're going to ridicule anybody, you got to get it right. None of this 100-year-old. That's probably why they thought it was free, like fair game, right? In a way. Like it's not current. It's an it's a historical reference, right? Yeah. And you're going to get all super bent out of shape and sensitive about something that's not even accurate. That's not even you. That's not like, like, (laughs) like go after like, you know, Joseph Smith, go after, you know, 
get get a picture of Rusty Nelson and say he looks like you know Mr. Burns. I th- right? I I think if you want to burn Mr. The- Burns, go home. Okay, you know. for others. If BYU is playing against the school that you root for and you're going to that game, <laughs> I am going to suggest a few good burns for you. Don't don't do any of this polygamy crap because it's it, you're, mm. you're missing the mark entirely. Here's what you go for. Go for uh, maybe a little coffee would wake your players up. Go for. Oh, they'd be so mad. Go for. Uh, uh, that's a that, that's a solid burn. It's a solid burn. <laughs> I don't care if Frank's not your, laughing. Your diet coke isn't working. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go, go for that kind of stuff. Go for your magic underwear can't protect you from our defense. Oh my god! <laughs> you think <laughs> that they would lose their goddamn? They would. Minds. They would fucking die. <laughs> they. I mean, they're just gonna be sensitive about any kind of burn. And the thing is, like. It's probably it, those kind of things are probably a little bit off limits. Yeah, it's not great. It's but not great. although you really what you're doing is you're doing them a favor because there's nothing a Mormon or any Christian really in the United States loves more than their persecution complex, and you're just feeding that. <laughs> you're doing them a big favor on that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Baptists now. Oh, uh, the Southern Baptists of the United States of America, to be specific. <sighs> Never good. The Southern Baptists are, the, it is the largest Protestant denomination in the country. I believe that's true. And they, they've been having some trouble. Now, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention has a group called the Executive Committee. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's very important. It has the word executive right in it. <laughs> uh, and the president of the Executive Committee, not the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, but the president of the executive committee, Ronnie Floyd, has resigned. Oh, no. Why? Uh, only a couple of years after after taking the, the helm. Uh, it is in part, it is basically due to the fact that the Southern Baptists have been really struggling with how to handle sexual abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if our listeners know this, but there are problems with clergy and sexual abuse mm-hmm. pretty much all the way around. If there are clergy, it doesn't matter what the religion is. There's a sexual abuse problem, but it's because you've got a, you've got a power imbalance and you've got, you know, you've got a whole bunch of weird stuff. You've got uh, undue trust mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. placed in, in, in these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're almost always men. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem too. Anyway, so there's the, so so the Southern Baptist Convention has been trying to grapple with how to handle the whole the whole thing, and one of the things that I love that they make it so hard. I know this like, is fucking easy, you guys. <laughs> it's really fucking easy. But the problem is that what happens is that if you say, "Okay, we're going to do the right things, we're mm-hmm. going to take the correct steps," mm-hmm. which, as you say, are easy. <laughs> Like, the, it's easy to point out what the steps are. Yeah. Actually, taking them might be hard when you find out something horrible about someone that you have respected and cared about right. and whatnot. And like, would, that might be a hard thing to do. Right. And also, but guess what? And also, it's the right thing to do. Bad news, it's going to cost you a fucking fortune. Yeah. It is. Because you have been hiding stuff, yeah. and it's going to come to light, and then you have to pay them. Mm-hmm. You, there are victims that you owe a lot of money to. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to hire lawyers, and you're going to have to hire a lot of stuff. So, 
they don't want to be a they don't they they have they do a lot of talk about wanting to do, to do the right thing but their right thing and the right thing are not the same thing so uh what the recommendation has what has come down is that they open up basically all of the everythings to a group of outside auditors who would come in and look at all the things and just make recommendations and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, this involved waiving of attorney-client privilege for the executive committee and a bunch of other people uh, and would very likely lead to some major uh, lawsuits, which Ronnie Floyd and some of his cohorts were not open to. So uh, so there was outcry oh and he quit. Now, this comes after a long line of recent problematic leavings, including uh, former Southern Baptist Convention President Paige Patterson, who was fired for mishandling the whole sexual assault, uh, a sexual assault at a seminary that he led. Uh, Frank Page, who was the former president of the executive committee. This was mm -hmm. the same thing that the other guy just left for, hmm. who resigned after a, quote, personal failing. Oh, boy. What could that be? Oh, he was just boning, boning somebody he shouldn't have been. That's a, that's, that one's easy. Uh, David Platt, former president of the SBC's International Mission Board, who uh, basically, you know, he lost uh, oh, nearly a thousand missionaries due to budget cuts and just wasn't, it, things weren't going well. Oh, things God. are not going well for this whole religion. They're they losing a lot of people. They are not gaining new people. Uh, they are trying to focus more on missionary work because they need more members. They need more members. It's, that's very obviously the case. Um, well, the kind of missionary work they do is typically more humanitarian though, right? Like when, when, when most Christians go on missionary trips, like, yeah, they'd love to convert some people, but like they're building schools or digging ditches or I building lot. No, no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's what, that's what, uh, AmeriCorps does. Um, <laughs> they, they build churches. Let's face it. They but build like, churches and they yeah. give away Bibles and they that's a, Bibles. that's yeah. about it. And yeah. maybe you can get a sandwich if you take a Bible, <laughs> if right. you're lucky. Uh, you guys can correct us if you want. <laughs> Did you go on a Baptist mission trip? It's usually, it's not like a Mormon. You're not no. there for two years or whatever. Anyway. Oh, and uh, one of the other guys who recently left uh, was the former president of their Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. Uh, fucked. Which is Russell Moore, who was actually, who actually was kind of, I'm, I think we talked about this. He, he mm -hmm. was, he was kind of kicked. I mean, he resigned, but I'm sure he was kicked out. Um, because he was a critic of Donald Trump and actually wanted to talk about the whole sexual abuse thing because mm. he was focused on ethics. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, golly. All right, Dan. Yeah. What do you know about Bangladesh? Mm. The country. Everything. Well, really? No. Well, tell me. Tell me. What, what do you know? I know it's near India. That's true. It's sort of nestled in. Yeah. There, sort of the kind of in the far east corner. Yeah. On the on the coast. Yeah. Though. It's on the Indian Ocean. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I know that about it. 
That's about I it. know they have. Just, yeah, I don't, I, I don't. I don't know much. What, what, uh, are the Tamil Tigers there? That's uh, uh, Sri Lanka. Lanka. Yeah. Okay. The Damn it. Tamil Tiger rebels. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I know. Okay. So Bangladesh. Bangladesh. They sort of have the. I guess the father of uh, the nation, uh, who back in uh, 1972 helped establish their constitution. Okay. And it was a secular constitution. Okay. Right? Um, sure. Good. They, they, at the sort of the, the sort of modern founding of, of this nation, they, they wanted it to be secular, even though it is majority Muslim. Sure. By a lot. Okay. Right. Uh, but there is a Hindu population there, minority that, uh, that, you know, they wanted to coexist with in peace, apparently. That's what you do when you're setting up a secular government. Yes. You want to coexist with everyone. And it works every time. <laughs> there's never there's never been a case where they've set up a secular government and it hasn't worked perfectly. Yeah. Well, over the series of, uh, uh, over the decades, I guess, uh, there were uh, two main amendments that happened uh, to the Constitution during some military regi- regimes. Ruh-roh. And uh, they sort of instituted Islam as the state religion. Sure. Like you do. Okay. Yeah. You're in power. You're in the military. Of course. Islam. Right. And so fast forward to today. Yeah. And um, there are radical extremist Muslim groups. Sure. And uh, they, they sort of cause problems. Well, people have been stirring up problems. Uh Um, uh, I guess some violence started uh, this last week after there was uh, some kind of the sources are a little murky about where this stuff came from. Of course. Yeah. Um, where Mur- in certain parts of the world, murky sources are as good as we get <laughs> for a lot of it. Well, it was on social media and somebody oh, okay. was posted a picture uh, showing the, the Quran at the feet of a Hindu God. Oh, and I guess it, all hell broke loose. Yeah, Muslims aren't big on feet. Yeah, well, I feel like yeah. I feel like no, that's true. Actually, that's yeah, you're right. you're right. So it was I didn't even pick up on that. So it was like this extra special. Yeah, it was more it, of an it, insult. It was a really good slap in the face. Anyway, these extremist groups caused problems. Five Hindus um, died, and a bunch of temples and other religious things mm. um, were vandalized over the last, over the last few days. Um, some riot Muslim rioters were also killed by the police um, when they tried to attack some temples. And so the president or maybe prime minister, maybe prime minister, prime minister, uh, <laughs> Sheikh Hasina, her gov, she has called on the government to go back to secularism. Oh, and she is being heralded as for her bravery, right? She's Muslim. That does sound brave. The, the, the Muslim majority in parliament is set to do it. They're, oh. they're going to, you know, take away the, the official uh, what do, what do designation, designation of, of their own religion. Interesting. Uh, for the sake of the peace oh. and kind of the greater good. And in, in large part, for their Hindu neighbors. Interesting. It's, I, 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 the story just like caught me. It's like, I'm like, wow. One, this is insane. One wonders if the uh, wildly 
Hindu nationalist government of the largest economy next anywhere near them <laughs> was well, exerting any pressure. I, I don't know anything about that internally, though. She she's apparently been something of she's she's known sort of for for taking uh, difficult stances. Apparently. Interesting. I'm um, shocked that you keep using the she word. I mean, like I'm shocked that they have a female. Yeah, and her first name is Sheik, which totally threw me. Right, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's some title, right?" You're right. Okay. And then uh, later in the article, it started talking about it was you know saying her, you know she did this and she did. That. I'm like, "What she? Yeah, which, which she, she are you referring talking to? about here?" Right. Yeah. So I had to go back and figure. I had to actually look her up. Well, I'm a, I'm impressed that an officially Muslim country had a female prime minister and is willing to now go secular. Yeah, officially. Yeah. Right? I think that's great. I, I'm, I'm. We'll see how it goes. I'm a little baffled. Yeah, we're gonna have to follow this. We'll see how that yeah. goes down. Yeah, uh, that that is crazy. All right, I'm gonna take us to one of the most oppressive regimes in the world. Oh, Texas will uh, <laughs> will soon be. So it's almost November. It's almost a time for the vote. Oh yeah. And Texas, one of the things Texas will be voting on is uh, Proposition 3, which is to add a clause to the Texas Constitution. Oh. Uh, this clause would essentially make it uh, illegal for local and state governments to impose any limits ever on religious services. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, in their constitution? In, in the constitution. Oh. Texas. Uh, this includes, uh, yeah, no public health orders can shut down anything. Yeah. So th this is obviously a response to the fact that some crazy liberals <laughs> were trying to shut down church just because of a global pandemic that was killing millions of people. Yeah, no big deal. Right. It's probably fake anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway. Um, I wish it was. Oh, wouldn't that be great? So, so yeah, that's happening. I, it, Prop 3 does have its critics, uh, including religious critics. Mm -hmm. There are religious people who are saying that this goes way too far and that, uh, guess what? We've got plenty of protections in place, mm -hmm. uh, not least of which being the Constitution of the United States of America. But, you know, there are also protections in place in the state law. Hmm. But it's not enough. It needs to be enshrined in the state's constitution. Everybody loves a constitutional amendment. I just know, want... That goes too far. I just want... Okay. Lucian Greaves, Satanic Temple, have some fun with this. If this shit goes through, fucking start practicing. You know what I mean? Like, put it in your bylaws that one of your, one of your like, official meetings every week, every month has to be done in traffic. <laughs> if they can't put any restrictions on you, get creative. Any See, okay, read it again. I don't know. I Look, I haven't read the wording okay. of the actual but thing. But what are they saying? It's basically that government, state and local governments cannot impose any limit limits on religious services. Now, I don't know how far you can take that. I would have to, you'd have, you know, a legal scholar would have to read the actual text of the thing. Right. But I think that probably there's a, they're not foreseeing the consequences of I this I say thing. volume, right? <laughs> Just all like blare it out. Yeah. 
just your, your services are at, at midnight. Yeah. You know, every night and, and they're and, mobile and they're mobile. <laughs> they Not go, even just get the city, just get a city to want to like pass a law yeah. or shut you down for nuisances. Right. And it's like, no, there's and then no sue restriction. The state. Yeah. Sue the state and make money. Yeah, exactly. That's just free money for you. Satanic temple. Get out yeah. there. It, it doesn't have to be anything too complicated, right? Like just totally disturb the peace. Yeah. And they like keep mega. fucking doing it. Yeah. Every single night. Your have religion with it. meets every night. Yeah. And it, you don't have to. And there's, it can be a membership of two. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You officially file. You have a set of beliefs. Yeah. There you, you go. Pastafarians. Maybe, yeah. maybe the, you know, spaghetti monster might want you to like, be naked in the park sometimes. No, it's got to be somebody to do this like deep cover, right? Because like, because like judges see through the Pastafarian thing, right? I'm just saying, and yeah, but they can't. Because no, I know they shouldn't, but they do. I'm just saying, right? Try it. Get out there and get creative, everybody. It's like the colander, like there are jurisdictions that didn't go along with the colander I know. for the for your ID, right? I'm just saying, Texas has. Created, if this thing passes, Texas has created more oh, problems God. for itself if someone's willing to get creative. Does it go to the people for a vote? Yeah. Huh, that'll be interesting. It will be interesting. And hmm. I, I actually haven't seen any polling on it, so I don't know if it's likely to succeed or not. But there it is. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're pretty excited about it. Well, I have another... Islam story Ooh, of sorts. Fun. Uh, over there in Saudi Arabia, we've been paying attention to Saudi Arabia and their their attempts to liberalize they, their country. They're getting wacky over open there. Open up and, you know, do do crazy sort of <laughs> things you can do in the West. This isn't your grandpa's Saudi. Oh, no. No, no, no. Because up until this time, and actually it's still pretty much the rule, there are segregated beaches. In Saudi Arabia. Meaning male, female? Okay. And women. Sure. Um, Yeah, that kind of segregated. Yeah. There's a lot of ways we could segregate people. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Men and women, different beaches. Yeah. Women, not, I don't think even on their beaches with just other lady folk, they could like disrobe too much. No. Right? No, they're still in in the burkinis. Exactly. And, uh, well... There's a, they're calling it the uh, King Abdullah Economic City. Is this, this is their Dubai plan? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in an area outside of Jeddah. And um, anyway, uh, there's a, something that they call Pure Beach. Oh. And for only $80 a person, <laughs> you can, you can enter Pure Beach uh, where there's music, which public music, Music was not allowed up until recently. Oh, wow. But they have music. Oh, my. There's dancing. I guarantee you that's not allowed anywhere. Um, they have an inflatable water park that spells out Saudi Arabia in English from above. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> and it is uh, some women wear bikinis. Wow. Uh, they can smoke shisha. I don't know if you can, you probably can smoke that everywhere, but. Is that um, hashish? It's shisha. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, and there were uh, performers dancing to Western music on a lit stage. Uh, that happens when the sun sets. Um, and it is just like 
people kind of are like, woo. Yeah, that's getting this spicy. Is crazy. Apparently, I think it said something about it's still like, <laughs> this is what's nuts about some of these things. Is it if you're from Saudi Arabia, you can't go. <laughs> right. Of course right. not. <laughs> this is for this is for tourists. Yeah. Um, they're trying they're trying desperately to appeal uh, to um, more than just business travelers and pilgrims coming to visit Mecca. Oh. Um, they are trying yeah. to develop into a tourism destination. Um, so if, and, if uh, you're a Saudi national, mm-hmm. uh, get yourself a drone. And uh, do some flybys of check it out. pure beach. Scantily clad <laughs> people just singing and rolling about. And dancing and mm, frolicking in the in the Going down English lettered water slides. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so ridiculous. It seems like, to be honest, it, it, the, the Arabic alphabet would make better slides. Yeah. Like if you like. Sure. Just, uh, you know, like. Absolutely. Right there. But anyway, uh, for the sake of privacy, uh, mobile phones are confiscated and kept in plastic bags when you arrive. Okay. And this is an interesting one. <laughs> the article is like, uh, staff at the beach said they did not know whether the couples were married or not. <laughs> because it was only two years ago that unmarried foreign couples were first allowed to, to share hotel rooms. Right. This place. Is, I like, mean. I feel like Utah is downright... Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> liberal. <laughs> it's a liberal Mecca compared to the actual Mecca. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you that? go. I the I think this attempt to mod I mean, they're gonna succeed, right? People will go to their, you know, their city that's more liberal and yeah. whatnot. And if they have the right attractions and, and whatnot, people will go. Sure. Um, I don't sure. I would never go, but oh yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I think the second you and I landed in uh in Saudi Arabia we we would definitely be arrested. We are on some sort of list, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to end with a we I don't know how to feel about this. Um okay. it's Christians doing actually good in the world. Oh god, I hate these so stories. So sorry everybody. Um no, this is this is an Australian Christian watchdog group called the Baptist World Aid Australia. Okay. And they issue apparently a report on ethics of the fashion world and oh. which fashion retailers are responsible and w- and which ones their scorecard sort of takes into account um things like uh sustainability um hmm. you know treat fairness and treatment of workers yeah um all all of those sorts of things and 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 sort of just ethics in general. Yeah. And uh, they give a scorecard to different fashion retailers. Huh. And you can sort of look it up and you can see what they do. And basically it ranges from, you know, people are fairly compensated and everybody's doing okay to you're probably supporting slavery. Oh, my God. Uh, That's not bad. It's okay. not too bad. Um, huh. Brands that got A's are things like Converse. Uh-huh. Patagonia and H&M, which I'm shocked that H&M really? got an A, but apparently okay. when the Swedes do fast fashion, they do it up right. Okay. You know who don't? Forever 21 oh, that got, and, and, and Roxy 
which both came in at a strong hard F. Oh my God. So yeah. And those Forever 21ers, those are Christians too. Oh yeah. They're super Christian. Yeah. Uh, to the point where they have like Christian, like they have scripture on their little, on their yellow bags and yeah. everything. Yeah. They haven't been doing great lately. They've, mm. They they really, they, oh, they bit off more than they can chew. I, re- I There was a whole podcast about it. Really? That, that I listened okay. to that was so interesting. Right. Anyway. Well, anyway, so these guys are ranking the fashion world. That's really yeah, interesting. Yeah. And, and the thing, the thing what, that what shocks me. thing for them to take on. Yes. Right. Like I figured they went to Australia because they heard that like koalas had chlamydia or something. And they were gonna, <laughs> like all the koalas have chlamydia. Did you not know that? I, 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 what They're I was horrible laughing, critters. what I was laughing at was, I don't know where you're coming from with that. I couldn't see where you were they're going. They're trying to keep them like these. They think it's because they're having sex, right? <laughs> oh, so they're, they, they're trying to keep VD, you know, they're, they trying, gotta, they're trying to make sure that the koalas only mate with their, with their spouse. <laughs> exactly. They want a good insular koala that's, family like model. Christians go to Australia. <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of amazing. I'm glad I, you know, I'm glad they're doing this work. And mm-hmm. I think that they, I, I kept waiting for the shoe to drop about like their criteria are, how much do you believe in Jeebus or whatever? But that's not the criteria. Hmm. The criteria are the are what I would say are are very valid criteria about like, actual ethical issues. Yeah, huh. issues that 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 should be taken into consideration when you are shopping, which hmm. I think is fun. So you can Google their brand finder, uh, and you can find uh, you can look up your favorite place and find out if you can't shop there anymore. Yeah, and by the way, if it's just a you know Chinese website like Shein, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, if it's too if it's too cheap to be true, yeah. you're supporting slavery. You're supporting child slavery. That's all it is. But it's it's good to hear that your chucks aren't a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get get awesome. as many as you want. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, if you would like to yell at me for ruining your fashion life, please oh. feel free to. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. we got more show coming up. Well, Frank. Damn. Uh, listen. Uh, we for our audio segment for our little for our little bit from out there in the world. Mm, I'd love to listen to that out there in the world. Yes, uh, we've got Lauren Witzke. Who's that? Uh, she's new. She, she was a uh, a Senate candidate from Delaware. Who, oh, who, her. Who didn't win? Sad to say. Oh. Um. Uh, Are she. You? No, I'm very, if very... If we're playing her clip, my guess is <laughs> that I'm not she's sad. a little bit of a loony. You may have picked up on something just then. <laughs> well done, you. Uh, I, I don't know what the show is. Uh, I, I think this is a show called... Oh, it's called No White Guilt. Oh, so, God. Trigger that warning. One. If that Good title Lord. isn't enough of a trigger warning, just know that you're... you're yeah, it, these are white folk talking about white issues... Uh, but she, she wants to talk about uh, uh, about who's really oppressed in the world. 
Well, it's obvious. It's obvious when yeah. you think about it. All right, here we go. White Christian males or white straight males are the most persecuted uh, class demographic in the United States of America right now, especially in the workforce. The anti-white system that advocates for us, like people like us, to not have a voice, uh, to not have any rights, like kind of considering us like second class citizens that don't deserve rights is what they kind of try to treat us as. They think that the system, the anti-white system is going to spare them too, and it is not. This anti-white system, it's coming for all of us. People are starting to notice more and more that every commercial uh, is trying to push some kind of degeneracy on you, something anti-white on you, if you don't notice. Um, if you haven't noticed, I mean, everybody's starting to notice. It's all part of a giant humiliation ritual. That's what it was when they took down our historical monuments. It was a humiliation ritual. Oh, your heritage, everything you're proud of, we're going to give it away and hand it over to these animals and let them take it, tear it down, vandalize it right in front of you. And we're not going to do anything about it. You know, that's what it is. It's a it's meant to demoralize you as a person. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen at home, <laughs> Frank is sitting with a genuinely stunned look on his face. I, I, I hadn't heard that. What, what you I, don't realize is they, they sometimes say it out loud. All Holy the things. Shit. Like, it's like going and it's like, okay, I expected to hear that. I expected to hear that. I expected to hear that. And then the word animals yeah. comes out. And I'm like, oh, she's not just a racist. She is a racist. Yeah. Holy fuck. And, you know, oh if it were just racism. Yeah. It wouldn't be appropriate for our show. You're right. But it's, guess what? Racism in this country has a religion mm -hmm. attached to it. Ooh, white like Christian she, men are the most oppressed. White Christian in the men, work, especially in the workplace. Especially in the workplace. She did Holy also. Crap. She said white Christian men, and then she said white straight men. I think she meant. I think she assumed that that was understood. Mm -hmm. That those are the same thing. Yeah. There's an ad that plays on the PBS NewsHour. <laughs> No, it's not an ad because it's they don't work in that model. It's an it underwriter. Is an, it but is it's an, an ad. ad Shut right? up. It's Shut up, PBS. Right at the beginning These are ads. of the show, they play an ad. Yeah. They play a bunch of ads all at once. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And uh, one of them's for Ancestry.com. Mm. And, uh, oh, God. This thing doesn't play well to me, and it really bugs me. And I don't know. L let me just explain what it is. It's a... A kind of a middle-aged white woman, mm -hmm. right? Younger on the younger end of middle-aged white woman, sure. And she's she's standing against some backdrop. I can't remember what's behind her. And she's she says though that she wants for her children to know who they came from, right? Mm. She wants them to know. I can't remember if she uses the word heritage because heritage is a word that like. It gets a little weird for me when it's yeah white people getting a little too yeah obsessed about their own back like their own heritage history. gets trotted out a lot when when someone starts talking shit about the Confederate flag yeah but it's all these like it, that you see like some historic photos and whatnot and people coming off of boats mm. or not boats but like sh ships yeah like they've come through Ellis Island or whatever sure and she's she's talking about like the bravery and she wants her children to know what kind of people they come from. And I'm just like, who the fuck cares who you come from? Yeah. 
if right? Like I, I like some of my family history stories. I think some of them are really like just kind of quirky and fun. Right. Right. And it's just kind of fun to know, but like, I don't want like, I think it's, there's something risky or weird about the way that she's saying it. And I'm like, how is this on like the PBS fucking news hour? Well, I'm being overly sensitive, but there's something weird to it. I'm just saying middle-aged white lady, there's stuff that they're going to find that you're not going to (laughs) like. Don't. Don't look too hard. Don't look too hard, man. That's you're Ooh. gonna find out about like the slave owning or the something. Like it's it's not gonna be good. Well, I mean, when you dig into family history, like you do find like like it's it's warts and all, right? Like and my it parents should be. Yeah. My parents find stuff that it's just like oh, really. And that's this is the danger of like worrying about your heritage, yeah. like connecting to it. You shouldn't. Yeah. Don't connect to it. Learn it if you want to. Think it's cool. Think it's interesting. Yeah. But this is the problem. Like one of the one of the clips that we didn't play. We, you know, we chose this clip, but we could have chosen the clip that was about that was Cat Kerr talking about how she was going to send her legion of millions of angels to help defeat uh, critical race theory. Right. And their whole beef with critical race theory, when you boil it down, is just that it makes their people look bad. Right. And they don't want to admit that. Well, guess what? You because you know they look bad. You know. It's you fucking know. of course they look bad. Right. Look, our history is our history. Let's just acknowledge it. It wasn't you right. that did it. Yeah. If it wasn't you that did it, it should be fine. You should be just fine going looking back and going, ooh. That was not okay. Yeah. If you're white in this country and your family's been here for a couple hundred years, uh oh. Yeah. It <laughs> There's was something bad. There was some bad There's shit. Something bad. And just own it and just just realize that like that's not you. Yeah. Exactly. But but the but this is the problem. When we try and hold to this concept of heritage, yeah. then we tie our identity with whatever's back there. Mm-hmm. And look, whatever's back there for all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Anybody, mm-hmm. it's not great. There's no. good. You're gonna find some skeletons in that closet. It's not a good. Just yeah, it's all. It's all silly. It's all silly. But boy, they're coming for your heritage. Your heritage. They're taking down your statues. Yeah, they're taking. They're just ripping it all away from you. Your whole white identity. Yeah, it's all <laughs> going away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sweetheart, your white identity ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you're all and, your fucking privilege and if you ain't s- going if, nowhere. And if you saw this woman, she looks like she could be Ann Coulter's little sister <laughs> easily. She's just got that straight blonde hair and whatever. Right. Yeah. You're 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 never going to be accused of not whiteness. So you're <laughs> fine. You're gonna be okay. Well, we had some folks write into us. Yeah. Uh I'm going to read that now. Uh this comes from Kaya. Uh, who's, who's writing apparently from bumfuck, Texas, uh, which, oh, beautiful bumfuck. We drove through bumfuck yeah. when we were down there <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> apparently there's a lot of places called bumfuck. <laughs> Most of Texas, uh, is bumfuck. Uh, it turns out dearest Frank and Dan, uh, the segment, uh, with Kat Kerr really cemented in my mind, the, Opinion that pro, pro-lifers don't actually care about babies as human beings. Frank, you'll recall that uh, we played some audio of Kat Kerr. Was this the, you get to raise your baby in heaven? You get to raise your baby in yeah. heaven, yeah. All, all of the aborted and, and, and uh, <laughs> miscarried babies. 
get to be babies in heaven at the discretion oh. of the mama. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Kaya goes on to say, obviously, they don't care about the kids after they're born, but it. I think it goes deeper than that. I think they don't actually care about their own children. To them, babies are a tool, a plaything, a bargaining chip at best. The way Kat Kerr talked about being able to raise children in heaven really highlighted that to her, babies and children have the sole purpose of making the parent feel good. Mm. I have an almost one-year-old and can't stand when people call her my blessing. Don't get me wrong, I love her more than life itself, but she isn't my blessing or my gift because it's not about me. This is an actual mm. human individual that will grow into having her own thoughts, opinions, desires, etc. Mm. My fundamental eva- fundamentalist evangelical father saw his children as nothing more than a, an extension of himself. Mm. I always thought it was solely due to his narcissism, but I'm starting to, to think his opinion of us was exacerbated by his religion. Maybe mm. it's because I'm a new parent, so it's on my mind more, but I just can't get over parents who have children because they want either baby dolls or bragging rights. Mm. Wondering if y'all in the Mormon sphere were ever made to feel like just a present for your parents instead of an an autonomous human. Well, I know that my parents felt like they were judged based on their children. Yeah. Because they basically said as much to me (laughs) when I was coming out, which was don't don't tell anyone in the ward. Yeah, exactly. And, and who was that about? It wasn't about me. No. It was about them. Yeah, of course yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So. But what will this mean for us, Frank? Yeah. You yeah. can't come out of the closet. <laughs> look at how it will make us look. Right. Which I think is pretty common. You know, I, I my parents were not uh, were not very fundamentalist when it came to their Mormonness. But I mean, I, I, and so I don't feel like I had too much of that, but I saw it all the time. Hmm. You know, Mormons, when, when you get into like... Re, like heavy duty Mormon uh, culture, mm-hmm. big families are like a big deal. That is a point of pride. If you have nine kids, you're just Mormoning so good. Did the other f- families just look at, at your family with just pity, with disdain? No, I oh, I, I, I wasn't ch- in oh, two my children only. My my oh. neighborhood was not like that. But we have a mutual friend who was one of nine. Mm, oh, yeah. And, Blessed uh, family. And they couldn't afford these kids. No. Yeah. But they kept having them because it was like, because they were little, like, Jesus trophies. And it's not that they didn't love them, but like, come on. Why are you really having these kids? Right. Why, are you, why haven't you stopped yet? Because, you know. It, because it, it makes them look good. Because it, it's culturally and religiously... It's a, it's a big deal. And I think there is something dehumanizing about that for the children. Mm. When the kids are, I, I think that's a great point that Kaya brings yeah. up, that there is something dehumanizing about this mm. and, uh, and, and that the religion kind of does that. It mm. kind of encourages you to see it, your child as, yes, an extension of you, as a reflection of you. Mm. And so, and that's why, you know, when when people's parents say things like, we didn't raise you to be this way or whatever, it's like, how is that relevant? Right. I am now a grown-ass human. Right. But I've heard that so many times from people's parents. Like, I didn't raise you like this. Right. But yeah, that's but I'm a I'm a person. Right. So I have my own whole thing going on. Yeah. 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 I didn't raise that is so about the parent. Yeah, exactly. Clearly about the parent. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're supposed hmm. to reflect me. You're supposed to be me. What are you doing? Or else I'm a failure. Yeah, I, I had a conversation with a friend just the other day about his dad, his 90-something-year-old dad, calling him and saying, hey, you need to come back to the church of your of your ancestors. Really? I was like, again, what that does is say, you're not a valid person. Right. You're just a link in a long chain. Right. And you're not keeping up your end of the chain bargain. The religion of your ancestors. Well, this is, these are your people. Yeah. No, I choose my people. I'm my people. And uh, the people that I choose are my people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Get autonomous, baby. I like it. <laughs> All right. Cornelius wrote into us uh, to say, hello, Frank and Dan. Thank you so much for your entertainingly horrifying show. You're very Ooh, welcome. All right. Glad to horror. It, I mean, it's October. Sure. It's the time of horrors. <laughs> uh, first time emailer, but I was wondering if you had seen the article from in, on Mother Jones uh, as the, quote, alternative Mormon prophet Ammon Bundy. Uh, and and <laughs> Cornelius sends a link there. Mm -hmm. uh, I would really like to know what you think about this guy who sounds very classical Mormon in the sense of anti-federal government. Have you heard of this Idaho Mormon all the way over in Utah, or is this a very local thing? Oh, oh no, we've, we've, we've all heard of Ammon Bundy. This is the guy, for those of you who don't remember, whose dad had a standoff with the federal government yeah. because he refused to pay grazing fees for his cattle on, uh, on federal, federal land yeah. and literally fended off federal uh, agents with gunfire and... Uh, and then got away with it completely. I know, it's outrageous. And then his family went up to Oregon and took over that federal uh, building that was closed at the time. <laughs> well done. It was like a bird refuge. It was a wildlife refuge uh, building. Okay. And then there was a standoff for a couple months, and then one, you know, a guy got shot, and it was it was not great. Hmm. It was not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's an awful, awful human, uh, and he's running for governor of Idaho. Oh really? Uh, did you not know that? I did not know that. Yeah, they're they're they are they are sort of heroes of the uh, of the anti-federalist anti-federal government right extreme right wing. They are <sighs> that runs deep in the West. Well, and they and they fought the law and they won. Yeah, so. I know. It's it's it was probably a mistake a big mistake yeah the feds needed to, i mean the feds were trying to avoid another waco type situation you can find another moment to arrest him though yeah like yeah. let the whole thing diffuse you'll f just look for another moment right you'll find it yeah or just confiscate their cattle do something yeah figure there out have to be consequences and yeah that one was it was like well how you can't let them off the hook yeah it's it's very frustrating yeah. uh all right. Thanks for that, Cornelius. Uh, we, I'm going to start us off with a new donor. Uh, Jennifer has, uh, has generously uh, given to us, and now she is a deacon. Congratulations. That's fantastic. We, we, in, in the Church of Frank and Dan. <laughs> we also have a new deacon on Patreon. Okay. By the name of Jason. Jason and Jennifer. So we, two, thank Two new you. recipients of the priesthood. Well oh. done. You can do so much with it. Yeah, exactly. It's worth everything we say it is. <laughs> and if you'd like to join them, you can go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. 
It's got options. You can figure out what to do. Here, uh, give us your money <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> and as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, uh, the, the last year uh, plus in these mm. United States has been a very weird time. Difficult uh, time. It's been a rough one. It's been a rough Not one. Not my favorite period of, <laughs> of America. Of American history. It's, <sighs> been, it's been pretty rough. Uh, we, we had an election that, that went as well as could possibly be expected in terms of result. Yeah. Uh, but then led to uh, an insurrection uh, that <laughs> is, is... I can't believe how casually we, we talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> one of the more horrifying moments of... And of course, in the midst of all of this, one of the things that happened was that the extreme right Christian right wing of our nation, they were saying such outrageously false things mm -hmm. in the world that eventually... Companies like Twitter and Facebook that did not want anything to do with politics, they didn't want to be part of this, Right, were kind of forced, really very late in the game, to be perfectly honest, yeah, yeah. to start banning very prominent figures because they were spreading such big, fat, ugly lies, mm -hmm. uh, including the then president of the United States, uh, one Mr. Donald Trump. Was he president when he got banned or was he not yet? Was he... I th didn't they wait until, uh, did they do it right in the day? No, I think they waited until he was out of office, didn't or, they? Or maybe they waited until after the election or something. No, it was after the insurrection. Okay. It was definitely after the insurrection. Right. I can't remember if they waited until he was out of office. It was close enough. It was, it was in that period of anyway, time. Anyway, lots of people started getting banned left and right. Yeah. Um, and, and because people were getting banned even before Trump himself, hmm. uh, there was a, there was a move from Facebook and Twitter and, you know, other, other sort of nonpartisan theoretically, uh, social media right. to right wing partisan social media. Right. Uh, the first big one was parlor. <laughs> Do you remember parlor? I remember parlor. Uh, and parlor would probably be around to this day, except that, Basically, that's it. It became after the election, just insurrection fomenting. Uh, I, it it was basically an incubation, an, an insurrection incubation hive. Right. Uh, so after the insurrection did happen on January sixth, Perler kind of crashed. Uh, Apple and and Google both took it off of their app stores, mm -hmm. which was just death. To them. Yeah. yeah. And then and when they finally sort of they fired their CEO and uh and they they changed around a bunch of stuff, they when they finally got back to the app stores, they're basically just shitty Twitter and uh and nobody cared anymore. Right. Oh. But oh. everybody was vying, but the, the the market was still there. So up jump a whole bunch of other things. There was there's gab. And there's um, uh, one called Getter, which Ooh. it which sounds a little too close to Grinder. 
if you ask me. <laughs> oh, um, it's, but it's for the ladies. <laughs> get her. Get her. And get her. Go get her. Get her and keep her. Uh, <laughs> the, so get her. Get her was basically. Uh, it was started. It was trying to be the next. You know, they were trying to pick up the slack where where parlor left off. Um, yeah. And they had the distinct advantage of having started after the insurrection. <laughs> Uh, and they thought that they would be, you know, their 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 big mission was to fight cancel culture, promote common sense, defend free speech, and challenge social media monopolies, which is what all of these uh, different places platforms try to do. Right. And basically, that lasted for fifteen seconds, and then it just became like instantly, the hashtags that were trending were the racist horror homophobic God. just awful hashtags just started instantly trending it was clearly just a, a wretched hive of villainy yeah um and that's what they all have turned into basically what they all state is that they are all about free speech because they claim that these other places places like twitter and facebook are ruin are 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 breaking their their right of free speech well, and clearly are just, you know, liberal, you know, hubs. Right. So, so clearly just. Yeah. That's screaming liberal. By liberals for liberals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Socialist media. More like it. More like it. Commies. <laughs> Bunch of damn, like that damn commie Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so yeah, it literally just, uh, instantly goes wrong every time uh the the my favorite of course of all of them is uh was the one that was started by and and heralded by my pillow guy uh what was his name what's his name oh i'm so glad you've forgotten his name <sighs> i'm glad too anyway mustache mcgee <laughs> uh who's who's the my pillow guy started frankspeech.com right which, Which by, should be my favorite, but because you're, it should, it should literally everyone on it should just be allowed. They should only allow Franks. You should have to present your birth certificate, right? Prove that you're really a Frank, right? Francis is okay. Franklin mm, is fine, but I mean, just Frank. The Francis's are allowed, but not, but not like you got to be a Frank. Not the girl Francis's. No, <laughs> of course not. No, no. And no uh, Franklins. What, what about Frankie? Mm, questionable. Iffy at best. Iffy. Anyway, Frank, uh, frankspeech.com was an instant, uh, you know, he, he had a big launch. Mm. And of course, instantly all of the servers crashed and nothing happened. And it was just a turd mm -hmm. on arrival. Yeah. Because all that my pillow guy can, Mike Lindell, that's his name. Damn it. All of my, oh. all of Mike Lindell's things just, just go tits up instantly. He's, Except for the pillows. The pillows are doing great. He should just stick with what he knows, which oh is pillows. God. Do not buy a my pillow. Just just buy foam and cut it into cubes. You'll We've be heard fine. from listeners; they're really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but a regrettable purchase. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I just think it's interesting. So, so the I, I what got me thinking about this was uh was gab the platform gab um which was started by a guy named andrew torba mm. 
At one point, he, re- he, he, I don't know what the gab equivalent of a tweet is. He did a gab. He gabbed. Uh, and what he gabbed was that uh, he was, the, the servers were going to be down for a bit because he wanted to, quote, preserve a parallel Christian society on the internet for generations to come. Oh, boy. He said, one day our great-grandchildren will learn what really happened during the greatest spiritual war of our time and how we laid the foundations for a new parallel Christian society. Yeah, that doesn't sound too awesome to me. No, no. It also sounds like, put your fingers in your ears. Well, nom, 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 I mean, nom, nom. they don't want to listen sh- to any... They don't want to listen. They hate experts. Right? Yeah. They anybody who really knows what they're talking about, anybody who's studied anything. Here's the right? truth. Who's talking about the yeah. thing that they actually legitimately for realsies studied, not did their homework. Or right. Research, right. Right. You know, on Facebook. Right. Right. Like, YouTube is not doing your research. <laughs> but yeah. And you're right. Anybody that's legitimately studied anything, mm-hmm. including the Bible. They're mm. just going to not want to be a part of that. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think in their world, if it if it contradicts my worldview, even mm-hmm. if it's fact, mm-hmm. then how dare you? Right. And you know, my my worldview is just as valid as yours regardless of anything. And more valid really because it's mine. So therefore, it's better. And I'm more valid than you. I'm the validist. I'm the validist because uh, I'm me, and I have, and I live inside of this. So, well, when you don't accept, you know, outside, like you know, the words of experts, yeah, then that's all you do have to go on. Yeah, it's just your own little gut feeling, and what jibes with your already, you know, narrowly conceived view of the world. And as many, and that's people, it. And as many people have pointed out, what's fascinating about people who believe in an almighty being is that their almighty being magically comports with all of their own opinions. (laughs) All of the things that their almighty being believes in were stuff that they happened to already agree with. Well, clearly. Because they're the righteous ones who who follow the right God. Yeah, exactly. They follow the right God and the right version of the right God with Mm -hmm. the right version of the right God's writings and all of that yeah. sort of thing. They know which verses were just kind of there to confuse people. Right. Like, they, eh, yeah. It's not the real ones. Their God is a little bit tricky. So <laughs> ignore that one. He likes mystery. Yeah. Yeah. He works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And I've solved all of the mysteries. <laughs> you know, I saw a meme just the other day that was, uh, it was, you know, when I connected the dots, I really figured out what the picture was. And then there's a picture of a connect the dots picture and the dots are connected in all the wrong way. And it's, it's very clearly just a blob and whatever. <laughs> Cause yeah, you can connect dots. Mm-hmm. We can all do that. And you can either do it in a way that is logical or you can do it in a way that just draws the picture that you wanted to draw from the beginning <laughs> or, you know, Yeah. So that's what's happening. Uh, I can't believe that they haven't set up a website or a you know an app called Bubble or whatever that's just their own bubble because <laughs> that's what they're going for. Because what they ran from this whole time 
was people contradicting their views. Mm -hmm. And if you can't stand to be contradicted, mm -hmm. uh, then, then yeah, you need to find your bubble and, mm. uh, and go and live there. Mm, so peaceful in the bubble. Oh, it's nice. It's so nice in a bubble. It, it's just, it's balmy. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's comfortable. <laughs> that, like, the, 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 the little bit of glycerin or whatever. It's like, <laughs> just everything feels a like, nice layer over yeah. your whole skin. Oh, yeah. I think it, you know, it's funny because it's, I, I say it's comfortable. It's not, though. These people are whipping each other up into lathers hmm. over every conspiracy theory you can think of in yeah. the world. You know, they, they, they are completely disconnected from reality. And the problem is that every step that they, that an individual takes away from reality, away hmm. from what's actually happening in the world is a step that then further entrenches them in the world of the false reality. And we, yeah. you know, we were talking earlier, you were, you were talking, what, what were you saying about people who, once they've accepted one, co one conspiracy theory? Oh, well, yeah. Like, especially like about COVID and whatnot, like mm -hmm. the vaccine in particular, like uh, I it didn't hear the whole story on NPR, but like I sort of heard the tease for it. So, you know, I got, I got everything I need, right? you need. In, the, in the tease. Um, but no, they were talking, talking to somebody who was, who went to like one of these anti-vax conferences and, um, and they were talking about how the, the participants, it's, it's as though they're compelled to believe all of the conspiracy theories in the room because they, if they draw into question one of them, right? Like, yeah. like then they kind of have to draw into question all of them. Right. What and so, and they're not there to do that. And so they have to like hold like 50 bizarro things in their head that oftentimes are, you know, contradicting each they completely other. Completely conflict with each other. And, and you just keep uh, them then all. they just do it. And they just keep them all in their head when the, in the worst, you know, case of cognitive dissonance you, you could imagine. Well, I mean, one of the, one of the, we didn't end up playing it, but one of the audio things that we were considering playing was Rick Wiles, who has throughout the pandemic said mm. uh, just a series of different things. Yeah. They were all wrong. Right. But different ways that, you know, the, the virus is fake. Oh, no, the virus is real. He got the virus. Oh, well, but the but the vaccine is fake or it's bad or it's mm -hmm. whatever. And it's bad for this reason. And, and it's bad for that reason. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's microchips. And then this latest one, it's bad because it plants an egg. An egg. That's his word. Yeah. In you, which then hatches into a, a synthetic a synthetic parasite. Yeah. That uh, that then uh, dot I, dot dot. Yeah, I can't even remember what it's supposed to do. I don't, At that point, who cares what it's supposed? to do? He didn't say what it's supposed to do. It's oh. enough to just scare you by saying there's a I parasite. Mean, yeah, he probably just watched that 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 <laughs> alien or something, yeah, right? Exactly. And he's just like, oh, I bet. This is a whole metaphor for the vaccine, isn't it? But he doesn't bother going back and saying, oh, the thing X that I just contradicted that I said a month and a half ago is wrong. And I'm moving on. And I'm moving on to the new thing. No, of course not. All the things are right. Oh, yeah. You're if not you brought up the old thing, he would sit there and defend it. That's true. But, that, but then you said this. Yeah. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you are... 
a super masochist, you can start up a gab or a parlor or whatever, any of these, uh, you can start up an account and just watch the good times roll. Uh, I wouldn't even want to be associated with it. No. I wouldn't want the internet to know that I'd been there. Yeah, exactly. You have to do some, some serious, uh, <laughs> you know, duck, duck Go going on. with that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> whatever the internet thinks I'm all about, having done this show for 10 years, mm. it's not good. <laughs> like the like, I I, I I'm already ruined. Yeah, so I'm no burnt. Fair. It's okay. I, I'll I can do it. Anyway, uh, listen. <laughs> if you have you know if you have a family member that's uh, that's super into gab and you want to talk us talk to us about it, please feel free to write into us podcast at thinkautomatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight. Four four two. Hey, don't forget that on November 13th, we're going to have our TGIA meetup. This is just a quick reminder that uh, that's going to be happening. And uh, we're excited to... So anyone who can make it uh, to... Put it on your calendar. Salt Lake City. Email us. Email us. Tell us, us you want to join us. Uh, we, we've had a couple people write in, say that, they're, that they might be trekking out from far... From, oh. from distant lands. Uh, as far away as Florida. Wow. But come from as far away as you can. I don't know. <laughs> Impress us. Anyway, uh, that's still on the agenda. I just wanted to give it a quick mention. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks so much to all of you for tuning in. We love it. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.